It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, people want to give me credit because I'm pointing it out. I'm so innocent. You could have brought that up. I'm the preacher. Don't be late. KCAA Loma Linda. 1058 his sense of humor and inquisitive nature, his commitment to improve the ne- very neighborhood he grew up in. Diaz had been an LAPD officer for two years. San Jose Mayor Sam Licardo has announced a proposed city ordinance that would require all gun owners in San Jose to carry liability insurance. If gun owners can't buy the insurance, they would be required to pay a fee to cover the cost of gun violence. And the Salesforce Transit Center in San Francisco welcomed back bus commuters this morning. Wow, when we got to the terminal, it was such a nice experience. I've been waiting so long for this day. After the center opened last year, crack steel support beams were discovered, forcing it to close for several months. Steve Clawson, California News. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas, or pain, or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms, but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. 
The Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, the Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DeHeboTeaClub.com or call 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-E-B-O. So DeHeboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. It's not just a home or a car. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your epic wing recipe and the three-hour family road trip to the tailgate party. While other insurance companies just see them as bundles or combos, State Farm agent Joe Omlani sees your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Joe understands what your things really mean to you, and he's here to help you give them the protection that they deserve. Call State Farm agent Joe Omlani in Redlands for your home and auto insurance today. Hi, this is Bev from Let's Go Shopping with Bev, right here on KCAA 1050 AM, 102.3 and 106.5. Join us at our new time, 2 p.m. to 3, every Thursday, darling, right here on KCAA. We're still going to have all the fantastic and marvelous guests, new news about shopping, and more. So remember, tune in at 2 p.m. to 3, each Thursday afternoon to Let's Let's go shopping with Bev. Ciao. And welcome. You are tuned in to my weekly talk radio show called Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa every Tuesday at naturally high noon out of the Sunset Gower Studios at Universal Broadcasting Network. And then every Thursday and Saturday on my syndicated CNBC News Radio channel, AM uh, 1050, FM 106.5. That's KCAA Loma Linda. And now been bumped up to iHeartRadio so you can get me anytime splattering hope and happiness for you. So that's why there's no gossip. No scandal and no K-words allowed on this show. No Kardashian talk at all. I think I'm going to add no T-words, no Trump talk at all on this show because it is, I, I'm really, really wanting you to be uh, uh, more consumed in your own reality show and how you can be happy. 88% of the time. And as I've been doing lately, uh, cu excellent customer service shout out instead of complaining about things, because I do run the 21 day fast from complaining. Uh, my great experiences this week are Gordon at Apple Care and Shitani at Sh Shiseido Counter at Nordstrom's. And because of my Asian Open giveaway, I, I got her to offer a free facial. So if you're local and can get to Cerrito Small here in Southern California, Go to my website, drmarissa.tv, 
fill in the subject line on the guest book and say beautiful and you will be the winner of this week's Asian Oprah giveaway. And it is the last week of the month. So yes, we are doing sexual healing with Dr. Marissa, your new Asian Dr. Ruth. A younger version too. <laughs> I use oil of Olay though. But I am so delighted to have a very, very special guest for this month's sexual healing. And that's someone who you all know uh, and have really, really enjoyed her music. Uh, my very special guest is an, a great example of uh, sexual healing and intimacy healing. She is Catherine Antoinette Tony, quote unquote, with an eye to Neil, who's best known for her 70s and 80s chart-topping hits and Grammy Award-winning Record of the Year with the pop duo Captain and Tennille. Yes, love, love will keep <laughs> us together. Sorry. A classically trained oh. pianist and a prolific songwriter, Tony has also released numerous solo albums celebrating the romantic music of big band and American standards. Today, Tony can be found working with her award-winning Australian Shepherd Dogs in Lake Mary, Florida, and continuing to play the music that she loves. She's completed a memoir of her life and career, which we will be getting an intimate look just exclusively here with me and her today. Please welcome to the studio, Tony Tennille. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Oh, my. It's my blessing. Thank you. I'm really glad that we could make this happen. I know that a lot, uh, some of my other UBN hosts were very impressed that I got to have you on the show, and they've been actually promoting uh, for me. So thank you, friend and foe, for all of the, oh. the props. And I know uh, almost... All of my listeners are really anticipating this particular show because many of them remember that era, love the music, and you're actually uh, in the same fan base of another one of my frequent guests. I don't know if you know her personally, but I think you two would get along fabulously, and that's uh, the real Marianne from Gilligan's Island, Don Wells. Oh, yes. We met recently. She's oh, just good. a doll. Isn't yeah, I she? love her. And you're both the same age, and you both look 20 years younger than you are so it's the, and I know exactly what the secret to it it is not plastic surgery it is not fillers it is a positive attitude to life everything yeah. that I've read and heard about you is all about that so I had to have you on so thank you thank you thank you <laughs> well you're welcome <laughs> great now let's jump right in here you fell okay. in love with the keyboardist Daryl Dragon better known mm -hmm. as Tennille, uh, sorry, as the captain. As the captain, right. <laughs> sorry, you're Tennille. And was touring, you were touring with, he was touring with the Beach Boys as their keyboardist, and you were the beach girl. I didn't know that. Right. Well, I actually got the job uh, because of him. Actually, I hired him to perform, uh, to play keyboards for a musical I had written called Mother Earth, which was an ecology-themed musical. And mm. we were doing performing it up in San Francisco where it opened, and then we needed a new keyboard player for L.A. And someone had recommended uh, that Daryl was, uh, was available. The Beach Boys were taking a break from touring, mm -hmm. and he'd been with them for about five or six years at that time. And he flew up to San Francisco and auditioned for me, <laughs> and I hired him to play keyboards. Should and I say then, anything about uh, we casting couch? No, no, nothing about casting couch. No casting couch. 
No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but we started working in clubs together and just, you know, just to make some money because we all, we both needed to make money at that time. Mm-hmm. And we worked in some dumps. I'll tell you what we finally uh, found a couple of really, really nice clubs that we ended up in. But um, in the meantime, the Beach Boys were getting ready to go back out on the road. And um, Carl Wilson, uh, who was music director at the time, called Daryl and said, look, we need a keyboard player because our regular guy's going to stop and, and finish for a while and get his degree. Hmm. And he said, do you know anybody? And Daryl said, yeah, I got this gal. She can do it. And I have to say, I was so impressed that Carl Wilson said, fine, if you recommend her, she must be great. He never heard me play. Wow. He wasn't daunted by the fact that I was a girl and they didn't have any girls in their band and they were the Beach Boys. Boys. <laughs> Yes. And the first time he heard me play was when we, you know, got to Bingham to New York for our first concert and um I played at Soundcheck. So that's fabulous. I, and it's yeah. interesting because uh, you, you, in most of the pictures it's Captain that you see at the piano. Yeah. And well, he played all the other keyboards. He played the synthesizers and all the other keyboards, but the Beach Boys always had an acoustic pianist. Uh, uh you know, uh, Brian Wilson always pre- uh, um um wrote at the acoustic piano and he played piano right so they always had an acoustic pianist and you know that was that was what i was to do daryl did all the other keyboards so was it love at first sight or lust at first sight or did it grow were you friends how did it start Uh, you know it's really hard to say i'm looking back on it now because we met for the first time in 1971 in uh in the lobby of the marines memorial theater in san francisco um, and I, I was intrigued by him. Um, I remember when I walked into the lobby of the theater, there he was waiting to audition, mm-hmm. and uh, he was dressed all in black, black jeans, you know, everything was very um, um, hip-looking, you know. Right. Um, but he was he didn't say much. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know him that well. I was intrigued by him because... I sensed immediately that he was a musical genius. Mm. Um, and I, you know, kind of thought, well, yeah, um, he's a genius. He's kind of quiet. He doesn't say much. I have no idea how he feels about me. Right. But um, I first fell in love with the fact that we could make music together. Right. And, and then I began to, you know, fall in love with the man himself. Mm. Did you ever ask him, did he have any kind of first you know, that smitten anything? No, because I knew he didn't. Oh, okay. um, he had had a girlfriend um, that um, was kind of well-known as a, as a groupie around there. She had been out with many different, actually rather famous people. Okay. Um, but she latched on to Daryl uh, because she thought he could, you know, rescue her. And she would call him if she'd get out on the road with one of these groups and um, she had a you know a drinking problem and did some drugs and things too. So she would call him. Daryl told me, in tears and say, "Come get me, come get me, and take me home." Mm. And so he would go get her and bring her back. But um, shortly before I met Daryl, a few weeks before, as a matter of fact, um, she uh, drove up into the hills of Malibu with a with a quart of whiskey and a whole bunch of pills and uh, drank it all down. And her body was discovered three days later. Wow. So it was a very tragic thing, and I, you know, I felt that one of the reasons he was so withdrawn and quiet was mm-hmm. maybe, uh, you know, 
sorrow or mm-hmm. something, because that's the way I would have felt, devastated mm. about her. But he never really mentioned her other than just telling me what had happened briefly, and then that was it. Hmm. So you started working together. Mm-hmm. Um, you, w- you, did he, when you wrote that first love song that did so well mm-hmm. for him, did and mm-hmm. I read somewhere that he didn't really pay attention to the words. <laughs> Yeah, you know, as That's I, heartbreaking. I, 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 I write music I and I very, write, yeah, I can't imagine. Well, I came from a very loving and very supportive and close family. I have three sisters and, and, you know, we're very, very close. My parents are gone now, but they were always wonderful and supportive and loving to us. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl's family was completely different. His father was a very famous man of his day. Academy Award-winning film scorer, symphony conductor. He was the epitome of the maestro. Handsome, conducted all over the world, mm-hmm. uh, did 25 albums for Capitol Records, wow. but he was very, very hard on his kids. Okay. He had uh, three sons and uh, two daughters, mm-hmm. and um, he um, criticized them constantly. Mm-hmm. They could never do anything right. Um, and Daryl's mother... Uh, suffered from a clinical depression from the time she was in her mid-30s until she died at age, a little over 80. Mm-hmm. And um, so he didn't get any support from her because she just couldn't do it. Right. And uh, their, their family, they reacted to kids mainly by just closing in on themselves mm-hmm. and protecting themselves mm-hmm. from any kind of emotion mm-hmm. uh, because he would also was also physically abusive to them, mm. the boys particularly. Right. Right. So I, you know, I understood this as I got to know Daryl and got to know the family a little bit better and met them. Mm-hmm. Um, I understood this, but I always thought, like I'd been my whole life, I'd always done that, you know, that I had enough sunshine and love and positive energy that I could bring him out of this mm. shell that he was in and uh, and help him experience joy because, uh, you know, just making the music was the joy to me. That right. was the thrilling thing. Right. And, I totally... and he was great at it, but he just, he never, you know, I never heard him belly laugh the entire mm. time I was with him all those decades. Never. He just couldn't seem to couldn't seem to do it yeah that's tough I had a similar situation and I really thought that I could make this man love me and and be happy and I tried to leave six times six times in nine point my sentence was 9.2 years no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) a little shorter than yours but I tried well I married Daryl in 75 and finally divorced him in 2014 40 years took me that long to to do it and and is that is that really it it took you that long or you gave Mm -hmm. up or you you know I call it going to the tractor for milk you finally realize that that tractor ain't going to give milk? and uh... Well, I am a very positive, loyal, and stubborn woman. Mm. And I was convinced if I just kept trying that I would, you know, open that door just to crack and maybe the sunshine would come through for him. I just, and I was, you know, very much in love with him. Probably a lot of it was, was his his brilliant musicianship, which mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of in awe of, of him. Um, but, you know, eventually um, I uh, realized, and it took many, many years, um, that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and so then I thought, okay, you made this vow, you married him, you vowed to stick with him through the end. And, and uh, so I had thought, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. 
But eventually I found that his, you know, and none of this, I don't blame him for any of this. He's just the way he is. But he's an extremely negative, negative person Mm -hmm. who tends to drag um, people down who are positive. You just can't be around him very long before you start being dragged into that same hole. And as I got older, when I got into my 70s, my late 60s and 70s, I thought, you know, is this the way I'm going to end up? A a, a bitter old lady? I don't want to do that. Right. Right. And um, so I finally made the decision um, after we moved to Prescott, which was in about Prescott, Arizona, about 2007, I think it was, mm-hmm. that we moved there. Was he surprised? And, uh, was he surprised when you? Um, he feigned surprise. Okay. Um, I think he 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 knew mm. he knew I wasn't wasn't happy, but I was doing everything he wanted me to do. Right. You know, fixing his food with all of his different rules and all that sort of stuff. And, mm. you know, k- kind of being the social person, you know, to, you know, he didn't like to be around a lot of people. And he just didn't, that wasn't his thing. And, right, um, right. And if so you're wondering. Was, I did it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. If you're wondering who I'm talking to and you sort of recognize <laughs> the voice, even though she's not singing, I am talking to the absolutely talented and spectacular Tony Tennille, the better half, literally, of the Captain and Tennille on today. No, I'm sorry. You know, and and I have to hats off and kudos to you because throughout this whole thing with the memoir and and talking to Harlan and and asking him, you know, how, how, and that's your publicist for those who don't know. Um, Oh, yeah, he's a wonderful man. Yeah, and and, and he talked to the captain. He talked to Daryl and and Daryl is very much you know this whatever she says that's what happened you don't need two sides of the story she's you know and and that's why I really wanted to have you on and that's why this is not a sexual healing I'm going to bash the captain I'm I'm doing more of that than you are but only because I think I think I am you know projecting my own (laughs) husband and and how similar he sounded to Daryl like he was the the Eeyore or the 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 yeah yeah the peanut character my father when he met my husband said uh you know it's like he has that rain cloud over his head yeah and and it's like but but here's my side of the street is i you know i had a therapist ask me once so when did you realize he was emotionally unavailable and i said well she said before or after you married him i said well way before and and she goes so who's really emotionally unavailable and i'm like (laughs) Oh crap. So so for in my case, it I picked someone who it was somewhat safe to be with because I didn't also I was damaged. You know, I had a damaged yeah. uh, upbringing. Doesn't sound like that's what, you know, yours was just trying to save, infuse, shift, uh, share the joy. Um, And and I know I tried to do that, too. But I think mine also had uh, a a whole other component that I had to try. I was trying to heal myself. And and my healing was my my sexual and intimate healing, because that that was missing in our relationship, too, was Mm -hmm. um, because I I I was comfortable with that feeling of trying to get something that I didn't think I was I, I would deserve that I didn't deserve. And I grew up with that. I grew up with that. So, so yours is another, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm being very specific about this is 
I have yeah. many, many listeners. I, I do life balance coaching and many, many women and many, many couples who come and are, you know, just struggling so mm-hmm. hard to try to make the other person happy and yet asking the other person to be someone that they're not. And yeah. so it's, it, and your story is very important for sexual healing because if you are in that relationship and you mm-hmm. keep trying and, and you begin to feel like you are losing who you are in trying to be someone that you're not, then it's time to leave. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, no, I, you know, let me tell you, I, I've grown up my whole life knewing, knowing that I was pretty special because my parents kept telling mm-hmm. me and, and, you know, and I kind of knew I was. Yeah. Uh, I never had any doubts that, you know, that I was worthy. Right. <laughs> um, and I don't know, maybe that's just Miss Pollyanna. I don't know, but I always felt, my parents always said, hey, you can go and do and be what you want to do. Mm-hmm. We're proud of you. We think you're terrific. Mm-hmm. And not just to me, but my other, my three sisters who are all very accomplished women. Um, and, you know, we just kind of had that support that we needed. And I thought I had enough of it right. that I could give to him and slowly bring him out. One of the one of the songs that I wrote for him was called Circles, and it's a favorite of a lot of our fans. But it's, um, it's from a poem by a poet named Edwin Markham. Very short. I'll say it for you right Please. now. You uh, can sing it. You can, you can sing it. <laughs> well, it, no, it's better. I'm going to say the poem that it okay. came from. Right. Um, it go, it's called Outwitted, and it says, He drew a circle that shut me out. Heretic, rebel, a thing to flout. But love and I had the wit to win. We drew a circle that took him in. Mm. And I was convinced I was going to do that. Mm. I was convinced from the very beginning. And uh, I, was, I was wrong. But you know what? You and I had the same thing. The cardinal rule of, of getting married or you know, hooking up into a long relationship is you can't change somebody. You know, you're not going to yeah. change somebody. They are just who they are. And yeah. if you if you think you can, you're wrong. And it was my hubris that thought I could do it, and I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. Well, I know that um, I don't I don't believe in mistakes. I believe in mistakes, and I believe that every relationship you're in, you're either going to be with them for a long, long time, and mm-hmm. or you're going to learn something really important about yourself in relationships. And right. I and I do know I do know from hearing what he has said on and off the. Uh, you know, the in in media and in private yeah. from hearsay, I I know that his life was enhanced because of you. I oh, know and that. listen, mine too, because uh, you know I don't regret one single minute of my life so far, mm. with all the things that were difficult and the things that were tough and the, you know, the times I I would cry sometimes because I couldn't get things happening the way I wanted them mm. to. You are the sum of every experience you've ever had, That's right. good and bad. And it makes you, for me, it makes me the woman I am today. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty happy with the woman I am today. Yes. You know, it hasn't made me cynical or anything like that. It's just okay you know that's the way things are and um i don't know and i still love him i gotta tell you he's the only man i ever loved Mm -hmm. in all the time that we were together all those years i never once cheated on him ever Mm -hmm. and uh, not that i didn't have people interested you know i'm sure but i never met 
a man who could measure up to Daryl in my mind. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, okay, um, I'm going to keep that part of my vow, and I did. Yeah. And now you don't have to. I mean, no, but now I don't. I don't. Want it anymore. <laughs> Are you kidding? At my age, no, uh-uh. no, no, I'm no, perfectly no. happy well, with I, my sisters I, I, and I, my family and that all that stuff. I hear that, and <laughs> and the name of my show is "Take My Advice." I'm not using it, so I will say. That you are primed for a beautiful relationship with someone that you respect absolutely, who adores you and listens to the words that you write and, and mm-hmm. absolutely finds so much joy in your joy. And I see that for you. You still have at least 20 years on you. you you're, oh, you're, boy, I hope you, so, yeah, honey. I, at least. I, you know, I'm great. I feel least. good. I feel really strong, and I can't believe how old I am. I'm always going, how could it possibly exactly. be? Exactly. I, I can't be that old. Exactly. So the next time Don invites me to play poker, you're coming too. <laughs> and we're and then we're gonna go out. We're gonna we're gonna do a dating game. I'm gonna start collecting resumes or something because really, oh. truly, I mean, you you there is. I just feel it. I think there's there's someone coming who is going to do that with you. I really do. Feel oh that. dear. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I'm not looking. Period. I, I, well, that's usually when it'll happen. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll let you know if it ever does. Uh, and then you're gonna have to buy me dinner or something and say okay. you're right. You were right. <laughs> That sounds like a deal. I'll go for that. Great. Because you really, really are truly, um, I can feel it in your energy, and uh, I read it in your pages. Your memoir is beautiful. Your memoir is absolutely, uh, I love when people can share their lives in a way that captures the pain without blame. And that's what you do. Yeah. And that yeah. is, that is, uh, that's a role model for all of us who it's so easy to go through a relationship, something that was so beautiful at one point and then completely drag it through the trash and the mud and, and, and yeah. forget every reason why you got there in the first place. My, right. I, and again, Take my advice. I'm not using it. Although I have done a pretty good job forgiving. I see my marriage as just a chapter in my book of romance. Every relationship I've had is a chapter in my book of romance. So you had a very long chapter with with Daryl and it had some beautiful. I mean, look at the music you put. How many albums did you put out? together oh my god I you know I I don't even remember but I'll tell you what the joy was and the one thing I always knew about Daryl he could never express the love for me that I had had wanted I'd hoped but I did know that he thought I was a great singer and a really great songwriter I knew that if you know when I would write a new song and I'd play it for him and he'd say okay He'd go right in the studio and start working on it and make this wonderful record out of it. You know, Mm -hmm. he was a terrific producer. And when I'd hear it, I would go, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I heard when Mm -hmm. I was writing it. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, it was that part was and being in the studio. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Studio and, and making the record was just the greatest joy in the world. So if I couldn't have love, love, I had the music, the joy of music, which has always been, you know, the most important thing in my life, I would say, is music. Yeah. Well, you definitely um, use your gift. You have such yeah. a gift and the, and the love that's expressed, even though we didn't know it was unrequited. Didn't know, yeah. had no idea. I mean, you would say, when I told people uh, that mm-hmm. you were coming on the show, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. the first was, I love their music. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then I said, yes, just Tennille's coming on. What? What? And then, because oh. they hadn't heard the news. And uh, I said, yeah, because this is an important, it's an important uh, show and message for my listeners yeah. who, who really you know, uh, don't know how to extricate. They've been in a relationship that is not 80% good, but they they mm-hmm. stay. And so you also provide that hope. It's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. Well, let late. me tell you, I, you know, I have, after living through all this, mm-hmm. thinking back on it now from my Everest of years, um, I can say that I, I got a lot of help. It took me, I would say, the eight years we lived in Prescott, Arizona, to come up with, with the decision, but I didn't make it on my own. Mm. Um, I had a lot of support from my sisters who always knew what was going on, yeah. uh, from very dear, close friends that I've made over the years that I knew I could trust. Mm-hmm. I called them my council of wise women, oh, and nice. we even let let a couple of guys in there that are pretty <laughs> wise too. Um, and then also a wonderful therapist that I found in Prescott who I was going to her for months, you know, working up to this decision. One of the things that made me hesitate for so long was my guilt at, uh, you know, people finding out that the marriage that they thought was perfect, the love they thought was perfect, wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I finally, you know, I've been telling, talking to this to my therapist, Gudrun Miller, and she said, Tony, she said, um, you know what you want to do. You know what you think you should do. Why are you not, do it? not right. doing it? And I said, well, because I'm worried about what our fans from, you know, would think about when they hear the news. Mm-hmm. And she looked me right in the eye and she said, Tony, this is not their, their life. life. It's Correct. your, your life. life. And would... you, they will go on with their lives no matter what you do. But you have a right to happiness, exactly. and that's the decision you make, and I did. I second, third, fourth that. Absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're too beautiful of a person not to have 
all the joy that you can have for the rest of your life and not have to have a job at home <laughs> and your music yeah. you know you know. oh i oh trust me i know <laughs> you you have no idea well actually you, you do actually you're probably one of the only people that knows exactly what i went through well now <laughs> wait a second let me tell you since the book has been out and people have written to me that have read it I was just shocked at how many people wrote and said to me, oh, my God, you just told the story of my life. And that's, that's exactly what I've been going through. Exactly. And, and then you find, you know, I've spent just people all over the place writing about this stuff to me, and very personal things mm. about, about their lives. Yeah. And it made me understand that I was not alone in my in my feelings. Absolutely, there are not. a lot of people going through this, and Absolutely. when you're in it, you don't think there's anybody else, but there there are. Other and people. I'm so glad that you, uh, one of my past guests, wrote the book. What you think of me is none of my business. <laughs> so <laughs> you did title. that for you, and I'm very grateful. We're going to have to take a sponsor break for just a minute or two, so we'll be back with Tony Tennille. Uh, from the, the Captain and Tennille, beautiful music. And so thank you to the sponsors who make the show possible. We'll be back in two and two. Peace in and peace out. Headaches, hay fever, arthritis, acne, heartburn, ready for relief without unwanted side effects? Then Longevity Pure Medicine has a natural homeopathic remedy for you. And be energized, a zero-calorie caffeine alternative, and be light. To increase digestion and decrease appetite, Longevity products promote better health. Get your 10% discount today at longevitypuremedicine.com with my Asian Oprah, all one word, personal coupon code. That's longevitypuremedicine.com. Headaches? Mark, why the jingle bells? Christmas is five to six months away. Oh, but not for the children of Loma Linda University Children's Hospital. They're having Christmas in July. Brought to you by the Sons of the American Legion Squadron 155 and proudly sponsored by KCAA. See, some of these kids are undergoing treatment and they've been bedridden for weeks. Many are terminally ill. The goal is to get everyone involved to help bring smiles and hope to the children at Loma Linda Children's Hospital. Wow, sounds awesome. How can I help? It is awesome. And you can call 909-227-4849 to find out how to join in the fun and in the giving. 909-227-4849. That's 909-227-4849. It's the ninth annual Christmas in July motorcycle run and car show, Sunday, July 17th from 9 to noon. Brought to you by the Sons of the American Legion Squadron 155 and proudly sponsored by KCAA. Welcome back. You are tuned into my weekly talk radio show called Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa every Tuesday at Naturally High Noon at Universal Broadcasting Network, broadcasting out of the Sunset Garage Studios in Hollywood, California, and every Thursday at 7 and Saturday at 1 on my syndicated CNBC news radio channel, KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, and now on iHeartRadio. And we are doing sexual healing with Dr. Marissa this 
special series that started because I had heard so many alarming statistics about women who were faking orgasms, who were not happy with their love life, who were not happy with the way they felt about their own bodies, were not happy with their relationships, but felt stuck and could not move forward. And so I, I'm so grateful to have Tony Tennille from Captain and Tennille, the music that you absolutely love, telling her heart story about how she stayed in a loveless and intimacy less relationship for 39 years until finally realizing that she deserved and could have her own joy and not have to continue to try to bring someone else into the sunshine and that uh, and that beautiful poem by the way with the circles I'm going to have to uh, use that <laughs> somewhere. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Edwin Markham is the poet. That's beautiful. Now, I, I do Markham. I do want to go back because your your career was just incredible. Uh, you got to sing with Pink Floyd, Art Gum- Garfunkel, oh, yeah. and Elton John. Mm-hmm. Don't let the sun... <laughs> Can you tell him a singer? Uh, there we go. Yeah, I had to get you to sing. Yeah, it yeah, worked. I can hear my voice in there. <laughs> you know, normally when you're a background singer, you're supposed to blend as well as you can uh-huh. with the other singers. But I can hear myself in there. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did have a listener stop me uh, uh-huh. or message me and ask me, was there something going on with you and Elton? <laughs> because- <laughs> I said, I don't know if I'll ask her that. I'll see how the interview's going, and if uh, if I think I can fly that by her, I will. <laughs> no, not okay, okay. really. <laughs> not at all. So? In fact, the, you know, the, the most time I spent with Elton was when uh, Natalie Cole and he and I hosted the American Music Awards in, I think it was 1980, 1981 together. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, he kept me and Natalie in the entire time he was one of the funniest guys I ever knew no uh, no no yeah I didn't think (laughs) so I didn't think so no there would have been a lot of you want to talk about a lot of work (laughs) more even more than so too and then uh let's see you had a successful uh variety show that only ran for a season. I think ABC was trying to capitalize on Sunny and Cher's uh, popularity, right. and it mm-hmm. was great for a year. I heard a lot of people actually mention that that I didn't even know about. Uh, and but unfortunately, that uh, that uh, rain cloud what is it, the ER syndrome uh, didn't yeah. didn't didn't want to do that, huh? Well, Daryl didn't want to stay with it. I mean, he 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 um, he tried to quit halfway through our first season because he just was not comfortable in front of audiences he always liked to be in the background even before he met me Mm. when he was working with you know um his brothers in a in a trio that they had when they were you know teenagers and so forth uh and other musicians that he knew in the malibu in the southern california area just to make you know some money in clubs he always wanted to be in the background and and you know he would have and when he met me he thought boy this is great you know she can she can you know talk Front to me. the audience and yes. I can stay back here and right. just play the keyboards right so when he found himself on television and it was the Captain and Tennille show and he had to stand right up next to me and be a star he was really, really uncomfortable with that yeah um, even and, you his know, when pictures he had to do the silly skits that they always wanted you to do in variety shows. Um, he was not comfortable learning lines or mm. he, he just, he was a funny guy on his own with this very, very dry sense of humor, mm-hmm. but he couldn't just do standard comedy. It was just too hard for him. 
Yeah, that's too so bad. So he felt miserable through that whole thing, and we yeah. actually flew to New York to talk to um, uh, the, the, the head guy at ABC and say that we wanted out because Daryl said, I won't do it anymore. And he <laughs> said, well, no, it's successful. You need year, to keep yeah. going. Yeah. And uh, he said, what if I give you a new producer? And uh, he suggested Dick Clark, and we went immediately went with that because mm-hmm. Dick was a music guy, right. and we knew he would understand that that was where our strengths lay. Mm-hmm. And, and Dick mm-hmm. finished uh, finished the series for us. He was Great. terrific. Great, and yeah, even in his pictures, it's rare. I I, th- I thought I saw like a. a tiny fraction of a smile on one of the album covers but that that well, must have been uh if you see a picture if you see one of the pictures of him with bb king the great blues guitarist uh-huh. and singer he smiles a okay. little bit because he just thought bb king was the greatest and then the other time i saw kind of a smile on his face was when fats domino was our guest on our special okay. that was uh, is set in new orleans yeah. so yeah. You know, those were a couple of things that, that yeah. you know, you kind of got a little smile out of it. Yeah. That's, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I for, for us, I can tell we're both sort of made out of that same Pollyanna cloth. It's yeah. difficult to understand how people could be happy like that. But I guess, you, you know, people are, are where they are because it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain amount of happiness that comes from that. Right, exactly. And I think that's what happened with Daryl. You know, he was not comfortable mm-hmm. in the position he found himself in. Right. And, uh, and, and then when, when, you know, when he finally said at the end of the season, I'm not doing this anymore, and we agreed to do three specials, you know, like one a year after that for ABC, okay. he could sort of deal with that. Right. But I think he felt comfortable not having to get out there and do the close-up television situation. Right. That was right. hard on him. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right about that. He went into his comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you didn't have children, correct? No children. No children. You had. That was a didn't... deliberate choice um, for two reasons. Okay. First of all, um, we were going to be on the road all the time, and I would not have children and leave them. I would have to, you know, I just couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or even drag them around on the road. Right. I wouldn't do that either. Right. And the other thing was that there is a, I mean, my family has a few little things in its background, but Daryl's family has a lot of mental issues Mm -hmm. going back um, uh, in his family. And um, I was able to see some of that, you know, from getting to know. And I thought, uh uh-uh, you know, the chances of of, uh, us producing a, a child who has some of those is not a good thing. Right. And I was right. 35 when we got married. That's pretty okay. old, you know, to be starting a family. True. So that's why we didn't do it. And he didn't care. Yeah. He didn't want kids. Right, right. That was probably a relief. Well, I'm the oldest of, of four sisters, so I kind of, you know, mothered a little bit being the mm-hmm. oldest of my sisters. And I think maybe that got it out of my <laughs> system. I don't know. Right. And it is one of your mm-hmm. nieces that helped you write the memoir. Yes, it's my sister Jane's youngest daughter. She is the loveliest writer, and mm-hmm. she can do the things that I, I'm not good at. I mean, I can write and say, this is what happened when we were at the White House, when we were doing the Pink Floyd. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. But she's the one who can sit down. I would send the story to her when we were putting this book together. It took right. us two years because we lived, uh, you know, she lived in Florida and I lived in Arizona mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, and then she would go over it, and she would 
with her words, uh, be able to make the listener come right into the scene. Like you could, you, she could have yes. the listener smelling the magnolias in Alabama where yes. we grew up, you know. Yeah. I wasn't that good at that. But then she'd send it back to me, and then I would read it out loud to make sure that it did, you know, was exactly right for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it wasn't, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd text her, I'd call her, and I'd say, look, I wouldn't say that word, I wouldn't put it that way. And then, so it came out exactly as I wanted it That's and beautiful. as she wanted it. That's beautiful. She was wonderful. Yeah, now, she was wonderful. Although I will, will have to say, I think you write better songs than she does. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not a songwriter. <laughs> I'm giving you a That's little That's not her thing. <laughs> giving she you a little She is an clue. artist, though. She's a lovely artist. And That's we're thinking beautiful. about eventually, um, we have a whole bunch of things in line, but eventually doing a children's book that she would illustrate. Oh, and I would write beautiful. some music for kids, you know, to go along with it. So that, there's some other things we can do. And, and that segues into my next question. What okay. what do you what's next? I mean, what do you love to do? What do you see yourself doing more of? I, I know well, that you, you have an entire fan base who would love to see sort of you know the nostalgia, the pictures, I the know. music, and all of that. Yeah, you know, I've always Daryl and I always talked about this um, when we were having all of our hits, and um, one of the things we both agreed on. Although you know, I feel. In a way, I feel kind of bad about it because a lot of people love to go see old musicians who've been out of the public eye for a long time perform just because that takes them back to some memories. But I never wanted to be a nostalgia band. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew we had our place. Our place was the 70s and early 80s. And uh, we were lucky. We had a whole bunch of hit records. Um, two number ones, one that I wrote, Do That To Me One More Time, and um, a whole bunch of others. I wrote two of our million-selling singles and a ton of the ones on our albums. I was proud of what we did. But when it was done, um, I thought, okay, that was our time. We had our time. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go on and sing with symphonies and big bands. I'm going to do what my dad raised me on, the music of the Great American Songbook, and I did that for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, now I want to do a Broadway show. So I ended up doing the... um, uh, the lead in uh, uh, Victor Victoria on the first national I, tour. I read that. Yeah, so, you know, I just said, okay, that was our spot, and that's fine. But I will tell you one thing. When Caroline and I were in New York and L.A. Uh, in April uh, doing television and so forth, I was absolutely amazed at the reception we got from people in person. Yes. It was very, very, very moving to me and very awe-inspiring. And I think it was all heartfelt from the people Absolutely. That I did Absolutely. I would, loved, I would have loved to have you in the studio. And uh, we were trying to get the Skype. But you'll just have to agree when you buy me dinner after you meet the guy <laughs> that you're going to come to the studio live with me here because I, I just know you're just absolutely stunning. Well, I just might get out there someday. Good. You never know. Well, I would I've love already that. done it once this year. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Whether I do it again for a while remains to be seen. Well, I, I see a but, show with you and Don in, in the same studio with me. That, oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be fun? It would She's be fun. Yes. She's about half my height. She's this tiny little thing, she, she and is. I had no idea how tiny she was. Yep, yep, but she's a powerhouse. <laughs> she is. She's There's a positive no powerhouse, that one, so... <laughs> And now I have two. And they're both septagenarians. So I've got my two role models right here. 
So yes, how how do right. how do my listeners find your book and how do they find you and sort of stay in okay. touch with you? Uh, all right, here's here's the best way and the easiest way. All right, um, you can go to my Facebook page, uh, okay. which is the real Tony Tennille. Um, it has to be that because there's already a Tony Tennille and it isn't me. Right? <laughs> so, isn't it amazing how people it. do that? <laughs> I know somebody grabbed know. Dr. Marissa and I'm like. What? <laughs> Why would you want a name that's not yours? <laughs> uh, well, anyway, they want to sell it I, back. If people write to me on that, which mm-hmm. they do all the time now, and I want them to know I write back myself. Nobody writes for me. So if you write to me and you get a reply from me, it's me writing it at my own laptop here in my house. Beautiful. Um, you can also go to Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Tony Tennille. And uh, I have a um, uh, page, a regular uh, website, net, And there's two N's and two L's in Tennille. I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, um, I, I just want to throw this in because it made me really happy. Yes. Um, I narrated the audiobook myself. And um, uh, Audiophile Magazine, which is reviews all of the um, all of the audiobooks that come out, which I love to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, gave me an award for an outstanding performance for reading that my my memoir. So, Beautiful. if anybody's going on a long trip and they just like to listen to it, they can hear me tell the story. You can also go to Barnes and Noble. I know they carry it. You can go to Amazon.com, which is where I go most of the time uh-huh. to get my stuff. And, uh, you know, you can you can get it in audible version or you can get it downloaded to your Kindle or you can get the hardcover. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I forgot to tell Harlan, uh, ask for an Asian Oprah giveaway of one free copy of a book. So I'll just if if I don't get it free from you, I'll buy it and then give it away to my listeners. Well, you just tell Harlan. I know he has one and he'll be happy to tell him I said so. I will tell him that. (laughs) So if you'd like a free copy of. Tony Tennille, a memoir. Is there a, another subtitle with that? I don't have a copy in front of it's me. It's just called Tony Tennille, a memoir. memoir. We wanted to keep it simple and nothing fancy. Great. And uh, if you go to, let's do Facebook. If you give her a like yeah. and then you come to Dr. Marissa, give me a like and message me and say I'd like uh, the memoir. I'll get that to you. First one to do it uh, wins the book. And that's an Asian Oprah giveaway. And uh, also... I wanted to say something, and it's I've just lost it. Uh, <laughs> it's that it's that that one hour story I told you about. But I oh yes, I just saw the most amazing musical at the Pantages, and when you what were it? talking, it was beautiful. Carol King's oh. music. And you could totally do a musical. So when you were, I, I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I see that. I see that with the guy. I, maybe he's the financer. But, but <laughs> I totally well, you know, see you making funny. the musical. Carol King, when Daryl and I were working in clubs uh-huh. in 72, 73, 74, I, I sang so many of Carol King's songs because she had had hits you know, before we ever had a hit. Right. And I sang her songs and Carly Simon songs and Elton John songs and Billy Joel and all those people I sang. And then I got to see most of them and know most of them. It was just really a wonderful thing. That is, that is. I, they say the same things about you. And so <laughs> I do see, because the, her format is, is, mm-hmm. is totally doable. Have you seen the musical yet? 
No, I haven't because okay. it's still in New York, isn't it? It has no, no, on it's the road. it's in. It, uh, I don't know if it's on the road, but it it, it was in L.A. It just had opening night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fortunate to go on the on Friday. It was opening night. She's but an amazing woman. She She's is. Amazing. As are you, and your music <laughs> would follow that format of just the whole yeah. story is fascinating. And we well, only got know. to part to it, but you can get the rest of the story straight from the author's mouth, uh, uh, both in audiobook and book. Amazon.com. Tony Tennille, a memoir. Last big question. So. Okay. <sighs> I, I know you live by no regrets. I also live by that, that theme, no uh-huh. regrets. So it's not a regret question. But okay. for the listeners, especially, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that write you, um, if they find themselves in a situation, in a relationship where there is no love, there is no intimacy, mm-hmm. what's your advice to them? Well, don't take as long as I did. <laughs> no, no, okay. because I, it, was, it was supposed to be the length it yes. was. I had to take yes. that long. Yes. The thing you have to say is, why am I still in this relationship? You mm-hmm. have to ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing you have to say is, what can I do to get myself out of the relationship? Mm-hmm. What support do I need to help me do that? And then you have to say, do I deserve happiness in this life? Mm-hmm. And everybody does. And if you say yes, then you just go with your heart. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. That is straight from Tony Tennille, an absolutely fabulous singer-songwriter who has so many hits, we can't even start listening them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know her music. You know uh, the, the you know the the pictures of Captain Antonil. She is the joy side. She is now embarking on the next chapter uh, in her book of romance. I do wish you most most uh, the best uh, most suspenseful and exciting page turners <laughs> for the next chapter. Even though you think it's a PG rated book, I think there's going to be some you know some pretty spectacular yeah. pages in there. And yeah, I know you're yeah. leaving it open because I'm giving you advice that I don't use. <laughs> I love it. I think your advice is great. Oh, good. I'm so, so grateful. Thank you so much, Tony Tennille, for coming on Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa. (laughs) Yay. And it's the end of the show when it's time for my balance bar. And that's when I invite you to step up to the bar to find out how you can gain more balance. And the the one that's very close right now is this, uh, let's see, this Thursday, I'm actually teaching in Culver City, Balance Tai Chi Gong, in Akili Beckwith's meditation class. If you're in the meditation class, and I know I have some listeners from those classes, I'm coming to visit and to teach a little segment on Thursday. If you're not in that area in Culver City and you are in Southern California, you can go to Huntington Beach on July the 9th. I will be holding a rare public workshop balance retreat Uh, if you have any issues with that critical voice in your mind uh, that says you shouldn't do this you should do that and you're tired of listening to it and being driven crazy I'm going to be giving some balance tool instruction including balance tai chi gong the moving meditation that promotes inner peace 
one breath at a time. And that's July 9th. Please go to my website, the number 4balance.org, and pre-register. It's only $88 before you get to the door, 108 after the door. And uh, it includes the DVD personalized as well as a healthy lunch. So I hope to see you then. July, the night space is limited, so please register today. As well, I am, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, yes, I am going to start, unbelievable, the sixth year running of the 21-day fast from complaining with Dr. Marissa. July 1st, 2016. I started actually July 1st, 2011. Uh, bringing this good life habit online for a racket about hope and happiness. So 21 days in a row, not complaining. If you're able to do it, then you let me know and I give you a free pack of my motivational cards, 52 card pick-me-up, stacking the deck for life balance with Dr. Marissa. Also, I went to some expense last year because you asked me for it, so get them. <laughs> They're uh, 99 cent apps that are just delightful. They have, uh, my daughter put great graphics in it and if you press buttons uh if you complain there's a baby crying and if you don't complain for the day you get a cheer just like this cheer that you hear on the air so please do get that app if you go google play it's 21 day fast if you go to apple store it's called uh, uh, just put dr marissa pay and uh, it will come up so that's the 21 day fast from complaining and next week I am delighted to have a fellow uh, first soprano diva from the Agape International Choir on deck for, take my advice, I'm not using it, and she, her name is Sheila Nichols. She has been on The Tonight Show. She has records under her belt. She's got a new one coming out. She's really absolutely um, a, a very talented singer-songwriter, so I've two in a row. And so you'll want to tune in next week for sure for another fabulous episode of Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa Pay. That's P for positive, E-I. And remember, it is all about balance. Peace in and peace out. KCAA Loma Linda.